0: Log Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a you are now listening to the technology of KS-3 power. radio show. This much power. Today's host, this much power. Kenneth Saunders much power. III. Hello, good morning, everyone. This is the Technology Scares Free Radio Show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III. Well, this is the Morning Rise edition. This is a special expanded edition of the Technologies Kids 3 Morning Rise edition. So, why have I expanded it? Well, because I'm just going to go ahead and get into what happened yesterday before I actually get into my topic. And this is news, and this is something that everyone needs to know about. So, all right, so we are actually living in a time where we are seeing one particular company absolutely become dominant, not only in the tech world, but then also On Wall Street, too. And that company is Apple. So, but if you are listening, you can call into the show at 347 994 1867. The number here is 347 994 Six, seven. Yes, I can. I'm asking for callers because this show is a little bit long. I have time to actually take calls. But that's okay because what Apple has done, and I have to get on their bandwagon. Well, many people think I've always been. A lot of people think that I'm, I'm just, I drink the Kool-Aid. And obviously, it looks like for the past quarter, a whole lot of heck of people are drinking a Kool-Aid. Just because of the sheer amount of money this company has made, it has never been seen like this in history. It's absolutely amazing. So they had their financial call yesterday uh, in the evening time, late afternoon time. And the numbers that they talked about is just simply unreal. So let's talk about iPhone. Yay, hey, iPhone. So yesterday, during the conference call, Jim Cook, the amount of cell phones, smartphones, iPhones, that they sold last quarter, last quarter, was the last three months of the year, which includes the new sale of the new iPhone six. So they sold almost seventy four that was a big sneeze. They sold seventy four almost seventy four point five million iPhones last quarter. Now let's think about that. 74.5 million iPhones in three months. Now, of course, this does include not only the United States, but China, for instance. And China has become a huge customer for Apple. In fact, China bought more iPhones than people in the United States. So that should tell you something. But it still doesn't necessarily cover the amount of people who bought iPhones last quarter. 74.5 million. No wonder why they couldn't keep up with demand. No wonder why that you had to search out for phones and you had to wait for weeks for, for your phone unless you were smart and listened to my show before and actually went to the Apple store to get it, so much money from just iPhones. And that was significantly higher than the last quarter, year over year. They sold like, what, $50 million last year, this time last year? So there's a huge increase of people who bought it. And that still doesn't even cover most of the people who have iPhones anyways for them upgrade. A lot of those are new to smartphones. A lot of them are new, are switched over from Android. So there's a clear dominance that, hey, you know, Apple has put out a great product and people are buying it. You just don't go and spend the money to try out a phone. Two years. There's obviously something that people are drawn to about this product. And it is just... And here's the thing, too. Mm. So the amount of revenue that Apple had last quarter, $75 billion, that sink in a little bit. What other company do you know that can generate that amount of money, revenue, of total sales, $75, million. $75 billion. That's a lot of product. Not only is that a lot of phones. There's a lot of iPads. That's a lot of Macs. And it is, it really is really impressive. Because on top of that, not only do you have the revenue side of things, all the sales of all the products, seventy five billion dollars of that eighteen billion dollars was made in profit. Okay, let's let that sink in a little bit. Eighteen billion dollars. There has never been another company our lifetime And before in our past, before you were born, there's never been one company to make $18 billion in profit. That is a lot of money in one quarter. In one quarter, they've made more money than most companies make in a year. Now this we should really celebrate and applaud this company because one it's an American company they're actually employing people in this country so they're creating jobs and still made 18 billion dollars in profit So you got to think that new headquarters that they're building out in Cupertino, that is under construction, will be completed like I think in 2016 or 17, and the cost on it is a couple billion dollars. Just think that they made they covered the entire cost in one quarter. So Apple has enough money to. Well, expand their operations, make more stores, and place more stores. Well, they are doing that in in China, that they're going to place 40 more stores by the end of the year. They need to still branch out a little bit more, make more stores here, make it a little bit more convenient for people who love their products. They can afford to do that. Now, I have to say is that it's amazing that you have people who see this as a negative. And for whatever reason, they feel that Apple is somehow selling products that are overpriced, under spec. And you see that in the comments of whenever there's an Apple article written out on the Internet, that you have people that will say those type of things. Well, again, I'm here to tell you the truth. And part of what you have to wade through is that if these people actually have something that's really legitimate to say. So, for instance, there's this article in on Forbes, on Forbes' website, and there's a some dude who's writing about <laughs> – about Apple and what they did yesterday. So he listed out on why Apple, why investors should pause about Apple and why basically that they're still doomed. Okay, so I'm going to go down those six reasons real quick. right? Okay, so he says it's an expensive stock. Okay, yeah, sure, it's trading at $115, I think, right now. So, okay, that's really expensive, okay? Let's get that out of the way. Okay, so tumbling smartphone prices. Okay, (laughs) that's the second reason. Hey, Apple, since day one, has always had the same price on its smartphones. The older generation, of course, drops in price. The current generation always starts at $200, subsidized. What made Apple more money this year is that they made it almost a no-brainer for people to spend an additional $100 for another 32 gigabytes of of memory for the 64-gigabyte model. So a lot of people bought the mid-tier level. But then that's just only on the iPhone 6. The 6 Plus is even more expensive. That's an additional two hundred dollars. So Apple has continued to keep stay the same keep the same price on their smartphones while everybody else is always racing towards the bottom. Even with the Nexus 6 on the Google side, the Google phone, they've increased the price on that. So that's even more expensive. It's fucking the trend. Things are not getting cheaper with the smartphones. Manufacturers are trying to get a higher margin on there on their products, so the third point that he made was declining margins. Well, Apple's margins are about thirty five thirty nine percent That's pretty big. The average selling price of their phones have gone up also, so Apple is making all the money in the smartphone business, and that hasn't changed, obviously, with people spending. All this money on iPhones, and for Apple to make 18 billion dollars in profit, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. Shrinking iPad sales, okay. So now here's one thing that he did point out, but it's definitely not doom. iPad sales have been down, and the reason why is not because that Apple is the the tablet market is dying. Is that the tablet market is a different market than smartphones. There's no real incentive for people to go and buy a new iPad just because it's new. Heck, I still have the first generation iPad. Still works for me. Now, would it be great to have a new iPad? Yeah, absolutely. The speed enhancements to it? Heck, yeah, I would I wouldn't mind having a new iPad, but now I have an iPhone 6 Plus that has let me not really need to get an iPad just immediately. So yeah, there's some cannibalization that's going on with the iPad from the from the iPhone's point of view and even from the Mac point of view. The Mac sales have increased, they're 20% higher than they were last year. So there are more people who are buying Macs. And so yeah, iPad is not a surprise for them to be, sell- be selling less than they were last year, but guess what? They are still selling millions, millions of iPads. When had the launch of Apple, Apple Watch, that's coming out in April. It's confirmed from Tim Cook's mouth, heard it from his mouth, that it's actually coming out in April. Who knows on what part of April, but it's going to be April. So now that we know exactly what month that is coming out, it's time for everybody to save up your $350 so that you can go and buy it when it comes out. You'll want to get it when it comes out. If you have an iPhone, you will want to get it. It is an accessory that will complement your iPhone perfectly. Trust me. Since I'm a developer, there are things in there that will blow people away. Can't say it, but... Trust me, it is going to be an amazing product because this dude here in the Forbes article says that his fifth reason for investors to pause is that the overhyped Apple Watch. He feels that the watch is not going to sell as much because it's all hyped up. Well, actually, you know, dude, it hasn't been hyped up. I may have just hyped it up this thin a little bit, It's a tiny bit. I'm just talking about it. But who else is overhyping it? Nobody. Nobody is. And the last point that he's made is that Apple fails to innovate. They have the inability to innovate. Now, I don't know about you, but this whole perception of innovation that these people have, who have the power of the pen, they need to shut the front door because if they don't understand what innovation really is. Innovation is not doesn't have anything to do with having to create something brand new out of thin air. Innovation is about being able to take what's out there now and create something new and give it a different perspective. Like, for instance, the watch that's coming out. That's innovation. The Mac Pro, the design of that computer and what you can do with it, that's innovation. A 5K Retina display iMac. With it being that thin and light, and you're talking about Lack of innovation, inability to innovate. This is the reason why I do this show. Is because of people like this who decide to go and say, "I," because I have the power of the pen that I know what I'm talking about. Says I'm an analyst. I know what I'm talking about. This dude right here has no idea or a uh, concept of what innovation is. It doesn't know anything about history particularly when it comes to technology. But yet, because he's in uh, online and on a supposedly reputable website with Forbes, this dude has no idea what he's talking about. And the reason why I didn't call Peter Cohen out by saying his name earlier, oh, I just did. Either case, this dude has no idea I'm going to personally write to him. And it's not me defending Apple or anything like that. It's just him putting out poor information, bad information. And a lot of people get bad information when it comes to technology. And it's pitiful. It's absolutely pitiful. So what Apple has done is something that is really creative. I mean, not creative. I mean, it's it's just absolutely amazing. With what that's what this company is going through, and how they're making so much money, but yet still taking care of customers and creating and innovating, doing the innovative things like Apple Pay and making contactless payment mainstream. That's why Apple, to me, is a company to beat. But it's going to be hard to do that as long as they continue to fire on all cylinders. Now, during this week, and this is Wednesday, the past two days, I talked about what my routines are when it comes to keeping my tech in check. And so I talked about what I did in the morning. I talked about what I do in the afternoon. But what does technology KS3 do when he... Is at home in the evening. Well, I'll tell you, it's almost a routine of going to, of, of being uh, of the morning. I may check out a couple of new articles that happened during the day, so that way that I can repeat it to you all the following morning. But then also, I'll you know go through emails, I'll go through messages, I go through my social networks, hundred of them. But one thing I do is that I will use my phone and there's work that I have to do, whether if I'm coding. I will go and use my phone. I'll turn on Spotify and I will shoot my signals to my Apple TV. So while I'm doing work, I have music playing in the background. And that's to either to calm me down from the day's activities, or I just need some background music to kind of keep me going. It's like working out. You know, like how you play music when you're working out? Well, I play music when I'm coding or working on proposals. So, but then also, one thing that I do in the evening is that. And I still do it actually throughout the day. And I suggest everyone to do it. You'd be amazed on how much better your life will be. Turn off all your sounds on your phone. Put in your phone to to, do not disturb, but turn off all sounds and vibrations on your phone. I did this a long time ago, and this is the reason why. And I end up do I do miss some calls, but I'm on my phone so much that people tend to, I, I see whoever's calling me anyways. But I used to carry my phone on my hip. always I, I, For the longest, I've always had my uh, 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 a belt clip for my phones. And I've kind of noticed that over the years, that even when I don't have my phone on me, I'm feeling a vibration on my right hip. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like, why am I feeling a vibration and my phone isn't there? And so I'm always checking down and checking to see, you know, if I have my phone there and it's not there. So I decide, okay, well, I read an article about phantom vibrations and that if your phone is always vibrating, that your nerves in the area will always vibrate to go along with the phantom vibration that your cell phone produces or to vibrate. So I decided not to do it. To I decided, okay, let me turn off all phones because I got tired of hearing the notifications too. Phone is always going notifications from different apps, from text messages, emails, everything. So I decided, okay, let me give my body some rest and let me turn off everything. For the vibrations to stop But once they did, I felt no more vibrations. When I turn off all the sounds, I stop being anxious all the time. Ah, Yeah, I had anxiety because I'm like, oh, somebody's calling me or, oh, I'm always checking. I'm always looking at my phone. But now I don't have that. And it's so much better. So I suggest everyone to do that. Because at night, I turn off all sounds. Well, I turn off on the Do Not Disturb so that my phone doesn't light up during the middle of the night. And I use my phone as my alarm. But to get rid of the sounds, I recommend just trying it for a week or two. And see how much better your life will be that way that you are not tied to your device. You have to understand every time that your device rings or the vibrate chain trying to pull you in, it's like, Hey, I own you. You're not getting away. And, but conceptually I'm right. So if you try that yourself, Hey, you never know what how much better your life will be. It's like a detox. It's a great feeling. But one thing that I do, too, is that I completely utilize my Apple TV. You may have a Chrome, Chrome stick or uh, Amazon Fire Stick, like Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in either case... If you have one of those devices, like for me, I have Roku also. I utilize those devices. So instead of really focusing on watching cable TV, I'm watching Netflix. And sometimes I'll use that as I go to bed or as I'm getting ready for bed. Because for me, when I do go to sleep, it does have to be kind of dark. So all my devices are turned off and i just love the fact that i can watch netflix or watch espn sports center or hbo or showtime i love being able to do that and watch it on my apple tv so even though that i may be a little bit advanced when it comes to technology i'm very simple also And a lot of people think that just because of my high-techness, me being a technologist, that all the gadgets is like, oh, it's so complicated. No, I live a very simple life. And I understand being able to interact with people person to person and not not virtually. Because the human element of being able to – the human element – of being able to interact with people, even though it's through technology, the whole point of it is to try to bring us closer so that we see each other more in person and not stay away from each other at at an arm's length, saying, hey, I know you're on Facebook. Okay, so let's just talk on Facebook. Or, hey, let's just talk through text messages. The whole thing about this series that I've talked about is really being able to simplify your tech life. Keeping your tech in check is to keep your life simple. You can have complex devices, but your devices should be easy to use and make your life easier. Not to make it more complex, but that's why you have to learn about how to use your devices, whether that's your phone, your tablet, your computer, your TV, your microwave your stove allow these devices to be able to make your life easier so that way that you can live more of your life because think about the legacy that you're going to leave is it one of i'm being overburdened by having a a, my company call me 24 7 so i have to respond to my emails 24 7 Or do you want to live a life to where you can actually have the time to be able to explore the world, go outside, and play? Yes, I do mean play. To really play games or play with other folks. Keep that imagination going of what you had when you were a kid. So I want to thank everyone for listening to this expanded edition. I hope that everyone has a great day. You hang up and try again.